everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. I hope that you are all doing really good. I'm doing fine. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> I'm sure that there's some people who are like, oh, how are you doing, Olivia? And, yeah. And, just and, talking and out you, loud you responded. Mm -hmm. And I responded. And you're welcome. Um, I am pretty excited today to be uh, talking about a, a pretty fun character who we mentioned we were going to be talking about. Um, and also, you probably could have guessed it um, if you saw who we talked about last week. Uh, but it's, it's Talia time, baby. Oh, yeah. It's Talia time. Real Talia hours. Um, so Talia al Ghul, uh, is the daughter of, uh, Ra's al Ghul, uh, who we discussed last week, and you should go listen to that. Um, she is not his only child, but she is definitely the one that has, uh, the most presence in Batman comics. She's just there so much. She is, she's always around, and she's always up to something, <laughs> one thing or another. Uh, she actually was, she made her first appearance in, uh, in Detective Comics shortly before Raish actually showed up, um, but she was still, it wasn't like a retcon thing, like, it was, she was introduced as, like, with the plan that then Rage would show up and it would be a whole thing. Uh, but in her first appearance, uh, Bruce helps to rescue her from, uh, one of Rage's, uh, like a former leader of the League of Assassins, um, who failed in a mission, and, uh, Raish was gonna kill him, and he was like, oh, not so fast, and then he, uh, kidnapped his daughter, um, and then Batman helps to rescue her, uh, and they very quickly develop, uh, an attraction. Uh, she ends up, uh, saving Batman's life at the end of it, uh, and then in her next appearance, uh, which is Raish's first appearance, he, uh, Raish basically fakes Talia's kidnapping, uh, and then goes to, uh, Bruce and is like, oh, I, I need your help to rescue my daughter. Uh, and after he finds her, is like, okay, so... This was all a setup. I was testing you to see if you were really as good as everyone says you are, and you are, so you should marry my daughter. <laughs> and <Bruce laughs> is like, hold on. <laughs> this happened pretty fast. <laughs> Wait a second. I save a woman twice and now I have to marry her? <laughs> this this isn't was how any of my other missions have gone. I, I would be married to so many people. Uh, so Talia, much like, uh, Raish is 
inspired by uh that kind of like Fu Manchu like spy fiction orientalist villain uh while not not being the most egregious example of it but that's a very low bar um Talia also I mean this is like this is a trope in a lot of things I feel like but I think it's most prevalent in like spy media is you have the you know like like megalomaniac like crime lord supervillain type uh and then he has a beautiful femme fatale daughter uh and then the daughter is you know torn between her loyalty to her father and her attraction to the hero and it's like oh is she going to turn against her father is she going to double cross the hero after she falls in love with him uh it's it's a pretty it's a pretty well known thing at this point. Like I think it's 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 been parodied, uh, and it's I mean, it wouldn't be a trope if it didn't work. Uh, like <laughs> there's you know definitely an appeal to it, um, and it's kind it's it's fun and sexy. Uh, it's most challenging in the way it tends to reduce a female character exclusively to her relationship to two different men in her life um and if anyone has encountered like a version of this that like switches the genders around i would be very curious to hear about it i feel like i'm gonna say this and somebody's gonna point out an incredibly obvious example uh as soon as this goes up but please do please do i would i would love i would love to hear it uh, that is definitely, like, it becomes, Talia, I think, develops more agency, uh, over the course of her existence, as many female characters in comics do, uh, but definitely earlier on, it, it leans a lot more on that sort of, like, oh, but my father, oh, but I love Batman. Oh, uh, just kind of, oh. uh, like, having her there to be, uh, you know, sort of d- sexy and and tormented uh, about this decision that she has to make, uh, wearing a d- wide variety of, of sexy, sexy outfits. Um, Talia is, she, unlike Race, she doesn't have, like, a costume because like she's not a supervillain. Uh she has a couple of like iconic looks. Like she wears it like uh a catsuit on many different occasions. Uh but she is whatever she's doing, uh she's constantly extremely sexy looking. <laughs> <laughs> so important. It's part of her thing. It's part of her vibe. Uh, she must be extremely beautiful at all times. Otherwise, men might not be off their guard. <laughs> men might not, you know, fail to suspect her of anything, and then she can kill them. Hypothetically. Uh, so, yeah. So, so, Rache does this thing 
where he uh becomes very fixated on the idea of uh Bruce marrying his daughter and Bruce is like I I do like your daughter. I am attracted to her and interested in her. I don't I mean, like, one, I don't know if I want to marry her. And two, I don't really want to take over your empire of crime and murder. <laughs> the two <laughs> things I hate most. Um, and then they they go through uh, a lot of sort of ups and downs of, you know, Talia uh, joins up with Bruce to help him. But, like, secretly the whole time she's, like planning to, you know, uh, help her father get to a Lazarus pit. Um, or, like, you know, uh, they, Raish and, and Bruce get into a fight, and, uh, Raish poisons him, and then Talia secretly gives him the antidote, uh, that, uh... Just for nemesis things. That sort of thing. <laughs> just a lot of, just her pretty much fueling this ongoing fight between uh her father and and the man she loves uh she never never really or for a while she doesn't really commit to being on one side or another cuz again that's that's where the tension comes from uh it's a lot of helping with Rachel's plans but then uh, secretly finding ways to help Batman on the side. Um, she, uh, seemingly, uh, seemingly dies at, at one point, uh, while she's helping Batman with something, but, uh, obviously she is, uh, her father is Rachel Ghoul, so she does not stay dead. <laughs> but, um, after this, for a little while, she ends up sort of working alone when she comes back to life, like kind of leaving both her father and Bruce behind, uh, and striking off on her own for a little bit. But, uh, she does, uh, end up coming back and helping Batman again. We also don't, the, we don't know a whole lot about her backstory. There have been like a few, different versions given like there's one where she's like somewhere around 150 years old uh there's one where uh Raish met her mother i think it uh like in the 50s um so she's obviously much younger um there's like her mother is uh dead in like all of the versions it's her mother dies and then Raish you know obviously takes her and raises her as his own and uh introduces her to the Lazarus pits and you know trains her to be a super proficient martial artist and tactician and all of that all of that thing that (laughs) things that every evil father wants his daughter to be but, you know, there are, like, some versions where her mother, uh, dies from, like, drug use, and there are versions where her mother is, like, killed by somebody who wants revenge against Raish. And I don't, I don't know if we even have, like, a canonical ethnicity for her. Um. It's something. 
<laughs> it's something. Uh, so Talia is just sort of like, oh, uh, she's not white. Um, I also, I also think initially she wasn't referred to as Talia Al Ghul uh, because, like, technically, Raish Al Ghul is like more a title than a name. But I think they started calling her that to uh, avoid confusion uh, and remind people of who she was every time she showed up. You know, Talia. Uh, t- yeah. T- Talia? Our, is, is there more than one? Do we have a last name? Uh, daughter of Raish al Ghul? Oh, Talia al Ghul? Uh, sure. Yeah. I uh, guess. I guess. Uh, so there's uh, all of this you know, back and forth, up and down, this intense attraction between the two of them. Uh, but, you know, Bruce obviously disapproves of what Raish is doing, uh, doesn't want to be part of it, uh, and Talia, for a while, isn't, like, really fully, like, stepping away, like, separating herself from her father. Uh, in 1987, so uh, we talked. We talked about this confusing history somewhat <laughs> way long ago in the very early episodes of this podcast when we talked about Damien. So actually, don't listen. Don't go back and listen to it because uh, it's probably, it probably bad. <laughs> it probably won't be a very good episode. Uh, but. In 1987, there's this sort of standalone Batman story uh, called Batman, Son of the Demon, uh, that is about Batman uh, ends up working together with both Raish and Talia uh, to find the person who, in this version of the story, uh, murdered Talia's mother. And over the course of this, uh, Bruce and Talia end up, uh, finally sleeping together, and Talia ends up pregnant and tells Bruce about it, and Bruce is like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to stop trying, I think we should stop trying to find this guy who killed your mother because that's very dangerous and you're pregnant now. (laughs) (laughs) uh and you know i wanted to be responsible and talia's like i still really want to find that guy who killed my mother though and fakes a uh a miscarriage um to be like oh i'm not pregnant anymore you don't have to worry uh and then for some weird reason bruce gets very upset to find this out (laughs) Who would have imagined? Um, who would have guessed this man who has multiple adopted children? Yeah. Um, so uh, Bruce is very distressed and Talia's a little bit like grimacing emoji. Uh, but she can't really take it back. Uh, so because she... the only thing worse than a real miscarriage is lying to them about a fake miscarriage. Yeah, yeah. It it's okay, Bruce. You don't have to be upset anymore. I was lying. 
Okay, but now I'm upset for a completely different reason. <laughs> I'm upset for a very different reason. Uh, but Talia ends up having the baby on her own and raising him, you know, along with, like, uh, Raish and sort of, like, um, among the League of Assassins and everything. You know uh, what they say. It takes a League of Assassins to raise a baby. It really does. Take a league of assassins to raise a child. I'm always saying that. Uh, so the thing about this story is uh, that for a long time, the official word from DC is that it was not canon, uh, which I think is part of the reason for like the <laughs> multiplicity of Talia backstories, for one thing, is that this was sort of this, you know, like, uh, vengeful guy who killed her mom was, like, introduced in this. And then they're like, okay, so is that not a thing anymore? But more importantly, the idea of Batman having a son that he didn't know about was just largely disregarded. Uh, I presumably, presumably DC editorial did not enjoy the idea of Batman having a, a biological son, um, times change. But this, so there's a, a version of this child who was, like, talked about, there were, like, a couple non-canon, like, future stories that, like, explored the idea of, like, oh, what if this, like, baby did grow up? Like, what would he be like? And I think he, like, dates... Nightwing and Starfire's hypothetical child who also exists in this, like, non-canon future universe. Um, but many, many years down the line, <laughs> Grant Morrison goes like, okay, but what if that did happen, though? Uh, and retells this story about, uh, Bruce sleeping with Talia. Uh, I think... I think what happened, Grant, they retell it as, like, Talia drugged him and then yeah, slept I, with him. I remember then, some, some, some not great stuff about one of the backstories. <laughs> yeah, and then, <laughs> and then they're basically just like, oh, oopsie, I misremembered how uh son of the demon went and i didn't bother to read it again to check before i made it canon <laughs> uh and then they uh officially retcon that out of existence at uh at some point not too long after that which is for the best i'll say that <laughs> uh grant grant morrison uh i love them some troubling, troubling ideas. There, I saw an interview where uh, they mentioned, like, oh, yeah, a lot of, like, the themes for, like, the Bruce and Talia and Damien stuff were the result of me being a child of divorce. And it's like, one, yeah, it's clear you had some stuff to work out on that front. And also, I really hope your parents' divorce did not go like this, Grant. <laughs> Grant, um, I really hope this is not what your childhood was like. 
<laughs> this is pretty, this is pretty extreme. Uh, but anyways, so this does canonically happen. It's not canon when it first happens, but now it is canon. It's comic books, baby. And Talia ends up having this child. Again, some of the details were changed when it was revisited, and it probably happens in, like, a different place on this timeline now. Uh, but Talia has this child, uh, also <laughs> does a bunch of, like, genetic experiments on him to make him, uh the world's most powerful and deadly baby. <laughs> the perfect assassin. The perfect assassin baby. Um, and, you know, names him Damien, trains him with the League of Assassins, uh, teaches him to be the world's deadliest baby and then the world's deadliest child. And then the world's deadliest teen. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's my boy. Uh, but I guess now this is happening in the background while this other stuff happens to Talia. Because after this story, several other notable things do happen. Uh, one is, at some point, Rache is like, okay, the Batman thing's not working. Who is the second best choice to marry my daughter? <laughs> Bane, I guess. Hey, Rach? <laughs> he goes, hey, Talia, you want to marry Bane? And Talia's like, no. <laughs> Obviously, no. <laughs> Rach is like, what the fuck? Um, but he beat Batman once. Yeah, lots of people like don't want to marry beat Batman once. <laughs> Uh, this does become, this is, crops up a few different times in, like, Bane stuff. It's, like, Bane having an interest or, like, fixation on Talia. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't really go anywhere. Do you think Bane is just like, wow, I love a beautiful woman who could kill me. And would kill <laughs> uh, me, given the chance. I mean, you know what? Who doesn't? Um, we just love sexy evil women in this house. We really do. Um, she also, uh, at some point, she uh, fully breaks ties with her father. Uh, she starts going by uh, Talia Heed, and she <laughs> takes over... Um, as the CEO of LexCorp when Lex Luthor becomes president. Uh, I don't know how exactly she gets this position. Um, Look, <laughs> Lex Luthor has, like, a Rolodex with every evil person he knows. And he's like, if, um, if somebody is going to take over my business, they've got to be evil. I've got gotta be so evil. many unethical things going on here. Um, yeah, and he does a pretty bad job of picking them, because, uh, it turns out that Talia, uh, is actually working against him the whole time. Oh, uh, no. And, yeah, and, uh, leaking to Superman and Batman, uh, what he's doing, and then, like, basically just takes all of Lex's money and gives it to Bruce, 
well, gives it to the Wayne Foundation. So <laughs> Bruce doesn't need it. Bruce has enough. Um, Give it to his charity. Anonymous yeah. donation. Yeah. Uh, which does rule uh, her... Uh, sis- we have, like, so- like, sort of a couple, like, real highs and real lows in, like, rapid succession because this happens. Uh, and then also her uh, sister, uh, Nisa, tries to get revenge on Raish by uh, basically brainwashing Talia into killing him uh, and, like, kills her and resurrects her a bunch of times in the Lazarus pit to, like, uh, mess with her head. Um, At which point she, she... she and Nisa both end up, like, taking over. Uh, Nisa kills Raish. It doesn't last, obviously. Um, and she and Talia end up taking over as, like, the heads of the demon. Uh, and Talia's like, I'm evil now, officially. <laughs> also, <laughs> all, Talia... <laughs> Talia's whole thing is like not evil anymore. I want to be loved now. Evil again. <laughs> just a good a good neutral evil. Like she's yeah. just really out here for herself. She's going to do whatever she needs to to get what she wants. And sometimes you yeah. know she wants to help Batman and Superman for whatever yeah. reason. Um sometimes she does. Sometimes uh she wants to help Jason Todd. Uh she plays a um a pretty big role uh in uh under the hood and uh especially in red hood the lost days which are the uh stories that deal with jason todd coming back from the dead uh and coming back as the red hood uh and <laughs> Making some questionable decisions, but we do love and support him. Um, but Talia in the comics is the one who actually brings Jason to the Lazarus pit to bring him back to life because of she knows that he's important to Batman and she still cares about Batman. And a child is a terrible thing to waste. Yes, exactly. Uh, in the, uh, in the animated movie, uh, it's Raish who actually brings him back in the, uh, the movie where Jensen Ackles voices Jason, um, which I just, I just mentioned because it's a very good thing of, like, Raish was, like, sort of involved, like, was trying to hire the Joker to do something, and then obviously the Joker went rogue, and he killed Jason, and Raish feels kind of responsible, and he's like, well, I respect Batman. I, like, you know, don't want (laughs) his apprentice to die. I didn't Uh, mean to kill his son. I didn't want to kill his son. Uh, So he brings Jason back to life, uh, and then Jason, like, comes back from the Lazarus pit, you know, uh kind of unstable because that's what happens when you go into a Lazarus pit and he just like runs off before Raish can do anything and Raish is like well I don't respect (laughs) Batman enough to deal with this (laughs) well I brought my job (laughs) 
<laughs> he's alive. Yeah. Somewhere. Uh, but uh Talia So this is this is told largely in flashback. Uh but Talia brings Jason back to life, helps him recover, helps, you know, cover for him so Raish doesn't realize he uses uh he used the Lazarus pit. Um and helps to kind of uh train him and like finance him partly just because she's trying to distract him from the fact that he wants to kill batman and she doesn't actually want him to kill batman you can only distract a kid for so long from such lofty goals it's truly but they have this like very sort of like weird but meaningful relationship that i am invested in not i i don't don't get it twisted (laughs) don't get it twisted i do not ever want them to have sex or come close in any way i don't that's not i don't want that but i do really like this idea of them like having this sort of weird bond and I think I especially like it now in the context of, like, you know, Damien existing and, like, all of the extreme complications that brings to, like, Talia and the Bat family dynamic to have this, like, other complicated thing of, like, Talia and Jason sort of having, like, you know, history and, like, a respect for or, like, fondness for each other. Um... I think it's very good. And also, Jason Todd does love to respect powerful women. I mean, would we love him if he didn't? Uh, absolutely not. Um, so, uh, Under the Hood happens in 2005. Uh, and in 2006 is when Damien is officially sort of reintroduced, because they're based on a story that wasn't canon, but is canon now. Uh, but when Damien makes his official first appearance as Damien in Batman, and, uh, Talia takes him to Gotham when he's old enough and is like, hello, Batman, this is your son. Bye. Uh, there's some, there's, bye, good luck. <laughs> good luck with this son. Uh, she, she's still, like, in charge of Damien for, uh, a while, and then after, uh, after Bruce seemingly dies, all of this (laughs) is a very, very chaotic (laughs) few years, uh, in Batman history, uh, in that Jason is alive, Damien exists, Bruce is dead, (laughs) Dick is Batman now. Um, and then, uh, just, just a lot. Dick is Batman, and he has to deal with, uh, this new murderous Robin, and an old murderous Robin who is alive again now. Just right. <laughs> Dick Grayson, true MVP, just having to deal with all these murderous Robins. Yeah. The, uh... Just, like, 2005 to, like, 2010. Uh, Just a whole lot, a whole lot to unpack in Batman. And poor Tim. 
Robin's just trying to kill him. Robin's trying to kill him left and right. Everywhere he turns, Robin's trying to kill him. He's like, please. Worst job he's ever had. <laughs> no question. Uh, so Talia takes on a pretty big role in this Grant Morrison uh, Batman era, notably being the leader of a shadowy order known as Leviathan. Uh, initially, this is sort of shrouded in mystery uh, before they discover that Talia is behind it. Uh, and, like, over the course of this happening, she goes from, you know, trying to, uh, trying to help, like, teach Damien how to be, you know, a, an assassin and to maybe, like, it's like, maybe with you, uh, Bruce will come be on our side <laughs> and do cool murders with us. And he's like, I literally, I'm not going to do murders with you, Talia. <laughs> Just extremely not. Um, We've gone over this. <laughs> uh... But she has, she, she makes, uh, she makes some, some parenting decisions. I mean. She makes some choices. This whole time she's been making choices. She genetically altered her child. She yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, so she does decide that that is not enough. And, uh, Damien gets injured and get surgery, and Talia, uh, secretly has, uh, an implant put in his spine that will allow her or someone else to, uh, control Damien's body, uh, because she wants to make Damien kill Dick Grayson because she's like, this is not working out like I thought it would. This man is teaching my son about caring and friendship. <laughs> I'll teach my son about caring and friendship by killing his friend. <laughs> by, by having, by remote controlling his body to kill his friend. We're, I'm going to Jaeger my son to kill his best friend in order to teach him the true meaning of caring and friendship. <laughs> There's no way this um, can go bad. Absolutely no way this can go bad. My, my son will be totally fine with this. He's not. He's not fine with it. Um, we referenced this with Raish too. The, the Al Ghouls, the Al Ghouls have a, a very challenging relationship with Damien's autonomy. Uh, by which I mean it's bad. They're like, no, no, Damien. no. We don't want a child. We want a thing to be controlled. <laughs> and a child seemed like the easiest way to get there. We want a sword. A sentient sword. Actually, that does sound rad. Um, <laughs> does sound rad. If I know one thing about D&D, though, is that sentient swords also will not listen to you. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Over the course of this, uh, 
Talia realizes that uh, Damien is basically just like fully, just fully away now, like completely a member of the Bat family. Like that's where his loyalties are. Uh, there's no getting him back to the League of Assassins. Uh, and she's like, well, okay. yeah, you tried to get him to do weird fucked up murders. You tried to, you tried to remote, you tried to Jaeger him to do murders, Talia. Come like, on. Of course he's not going to go back with you. Uh, so Dick she's over like, here okay. is like, hey, Damien, you're your own person and you can make decisions. And here's how to make decisions that hurt the least amount of people. And here's Talia, like, hey, we're gonna do a murder. <laughs> Here we come. Get in, loser. Um, god, she, uh, so she's like, okay, new plan. Clone my son. Make the clones listen to me. Famously works out well for anybody who tries. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Uh, she, uh, one of these clones ends up killing Damien. Rip. Rip. Um it does he comes he comes back. Well eventually. yeah, it's comics. Um but Talia is uh also killed in the ensuing con it's it's extremely dramatic. It's ex- incredibly dramatic because of the way Bruce and Talia are. Uh, is it because like Talia is like, all right, uh, now Bruce, duel me to the death. Um, she like blows up Wayne Tower and she's like, duel me to the death, Bruce. And he's like, okay. Okay. And they, um, and they, uh, start fighting. Uh, and then Bruce like kisses her mid battle and he's like, I'm sorry I couldn't be what you wanted me to be, Talia, and apparently it led to all of this. Uh, and then Talia's like, oh, my lips were poisoned! And Bruce is like, okay, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Um, and then, like, Jason, like, shows up and is like, oh, Talia, I'll help you, and then he, like, double-crosses her, just, like, (laughs) just a wild series of events. Um, but... Talia, uh, ends up being, uh, ends up being killed, uh, and then she and Damien are both revived. Um, they, they, they go to hell. (laughs) Basically, they go to hell and they get them back. Um, as, uh, as you do, and she sort of, uh, after coming back, like, tries to, uh, reconcile with Damien. She's like, okay, I did some pretty bad stuff back there. (laughs) Um. So, Damien, I'm a terrible mother. I'm not, listen, parenting, not one of my skills. You know, fencing, yes, poisons, yes, Krav Maga. Uh, espionage. Parenting, no. This may come as a surprise to you, Damien, but I'm a bad parent. No, no, I I could have told you that one. 
<laughs> I really, you know, I don't have a lot of experience, but I really could have figured that one out on my own. Um, where they stand now is still pretty tense. Um, I feel like different writers have had different kind of, like, viewpoints on, like, Talia's still actively trying to get Damien to come back, or, like, Talia and Damien have just sort of, like, gone their separate ways. Uh, but it's very complicated. It's, I mean, it's comics, so this is standard, but it is a very complicated parent-child relationship. Um, I do, um, I do, I do love Talia. Uh, if there's one, if there's one thing people know about me is that I love to see a girl boss winning. <laughs> um, like, my feelings about Talia are a little more complicated than other, uh, morally questionable female characters. Just because I do really love Damien and I'm very like attached to and protective of Damien, um, I'm like, oh no, she hurt me, boy. I do love a a gaslight gatekeep girl boss. However, <laughs> Talia is frankly, this is saying a lot. Talia is probably the most gaslight gatekeep girl boss character in like the Batman canon. <laughs> and uh she she deserves it she does her best um and her best she, is evil her best is 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 criminal it's crimes um she's great at them like i she's i do genuinely i like she it's leaned definitely more towards uh villain in the past, you know, 15, 20 years. Um, but I do like a good, you know, out-for-themselves kind of character. Um, they're just really interesting. Real life just... sucks. <laughs> Comics, very interesting to see. Yeah, reading about them, great. And, like, I like that she has a... In in most iterations, she has, like, genuine, like, emotions towards Bruce, uh, towards Damien, and sometimes towards her father, and towards Jason. It's just that, uh, her tendency towards, uh, moral ambivalence does get in the way of those emotions somewhat. You know, bound to happen. Bound to happen. Uh, but I do, I do love to see her. Uh, she has a big, uh, she's a big fun duel, uh, with Selena, uh, in the Tom King Batman. <laughs> they go to the desert together and Batman's like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna talk to my ex. She's gonna be a lot. <laughs> um, which, uh, is fun. She is a lot. Um, but, you know, just love to see a girl boss winning. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Um, did you have anything else? I know you did read some comics. 
I did read some comics, um, because I have a fun new system where I just annoy all my friends and say, uh, (laughs) book, graphic novel, or comic, and then make them choose one, and then I give them three options that fall under that category, and then make them choose that, and then I'm like, cool, now I know what I'm gonna read, and then I finish that, and then I go to a different group of friends, and I'm like, hey. (laughs) Me. Me again. Uh, and through that system, I did, um, on, on a weekend that I normally would not have read anything because I was incapable of making decisions, uh, I did read Cronin, Fence, up to uh, volume four of the trade, and then I don't know what comes after that because Boom is like, yeah, we're gonna just start doing like original graphic novels, but I haven't heard anything about what comes next, except they have a couple, it, they look online like they are print novels, <clears throat> but it does also say illustrations by Joanna. So I'm like, okay. Well, what is the truth? <laughs> uh, so if anybody knows what's up with Fence, uh, please let me know. <laughs> I do want to keep reading about these boys <laughs> in their weird fencing high school. Um, I also caught up to, like, volume 15 of Lumberjanes. Because I was really behind on Lumberjanes. It continues to be delightful. Um, I also read Stargazing by Jen Wang. Um, it's a very cute graphic novel. And then, finally, someone said book, so I started reading Carry On, and then, uh, my nephew came over and I no longer had time or energy. (laughs) That's a whole bunch of comics, though. Yeah! Yeah, it's a good system, I'm gonna see how it goes, um, cause half of my problem is deciding what to read. And about 25% of my other problem is, um, I did have that huge stint in, like, last end of summer, beginning of fall, where I just read a bunch of old, uh, Justice League and Green Lantern and etc. comics, and I never caught up on those. So my brain is like, oh, you should read comics. You should read something off your shelf because you have stuff on your shelf. But you should also read the ones that you were reading online, because you were reading those and then you stopped and then you didn't read comics for a very long time, so you should finish (laughs) that. And I'm like, okay, but that... what? (laughs) Please. Um, These are two different things that you're telling me that I should do before the other one and you're not letting me do anything else? Nope. Yeah, so... Have a nice day! Yeah, so if somebody else makes the decision for me, then, you know, suck it, brain. It's out of my hands. Hacked. Life hacks. Uh-huh. Um, um I was... I did want to... Oh. I was looking... Well, about Talia, I was looking oh. uh, for pictures of her <laughs> while we were... Ed- while we were... Uh, so that I don't have to do the uh, photo thing while I edit. <laughs> and apparently she was in Deceased... <laughs> And 
John and Damien went to save her, but she, like, had already killed the zombies that <laughs> were going to get her. <laughs> and I think John called her Miss Al Ghul. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> Do I have Fuck, to read... That's cute. Do I have to read Deceased just to see John and Damien running around trying to save their family members from zombies? Oh my god, I did read, I think I read the, like, the first issue of Deceased, and there was some, like, John Damien content that made me super emo, um, and now Tom Taylor is writing, uh, Teen John as Superman, and I'm like, oh no, what if there's more John Damien content in here? <laughs> oh, oh, I do! No. <laughs> oh no! My boys! My beautiful baby boys! I just want them to be safe and happy. <laughs> just want them to be happy and also the same age again, but I guess that's never gonna happen. Um, I did want to say, <laughs> just as like a fun little aside, you... Uh, posted some panels of of Cronin in the Discord as you were reading it. And I haven't read Cronin, but I've been meaning to. But I saw that, and I was like, oh, that's Allison Wilgus' comic. And just completely blanked on the name. And I was like, (laughs) I know it's a a pun about time travel. And I was just sitting there, like, staring at Discord, like... Because I wanted to ask, like, oh, is this Cronin? But I couldn't remember what it was. And I was like, time ninja. Time samurai. Samma time. No. No. Samurai time. I could not. Samurai time. Allison. God damn it. Now I can't even say their name. (laughs) Allison Williams' famous comic. Time Samurai. Time Samurai. Award-winning Time Samurai. Um, anyways, uh, I, uh, read, I read this a bit more Invincible. I got, I am on volume, uh, five out of twelve. Congrats. Um, I got to, I was, uh, reading it. Uh, while I was waiting to get my hair cut over the weekend, and I got to a part that, um, made me so hype, I literally just had to, like, close it and put it down, and, like, not look at it for a minute, because I was too excited. Um, (laughs) so the party was going great. Uh, but those, uh... That was all the comics I uh, had time for because I had kind of a hectic month. But hopefully uh, next week I will be able to read some more kind of a hectic month. I meant kind of a hectic week, but I guess I have had kind of a hectic (laughs) month and a hectic year. I mean, Um, sometimes a week feels like a month. (laughs) Sometimes it really does. Uh, But anyways... You all should uh, follow us online, if you don't already, um, and you can see when we uh, post new episodes. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, where we are the most active. You can also follow us on Tumblr, Instagram, uh, and Facebook, if any of those are to your liking, um, just at Capes and Japes. 
uh, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com um, if you want to talk about anything. Uh, you can also talk to us on our Discord server. Uh, you can <laughs> help Briar pick out comics, for example, uh, at some point. It'll probably um, happen again. <laughs> it'll probably happen again and you can you can get on that if you want a modicum of control over my life please join our discord server <laughs> <laughs> i guess i guess if, if that's i mean if that's something you want i do have some questions but you can join our discord server um we also have another way to get a modicum of control over our lives is uh to support us on Patreon. Uh, if you support us at a high enough tier, you can uh, pick what topics we talk about. But also, uh, you can get other stuff, like the late bonus episode we uh, recorded last week, uh, where we talked about the Snyder Cut for almost the length of a movie. So- it was like an hour and a half. <laughs> There's a lot there's a lot of movie in it. It is the length of a movie. We did talk for the length of a movie. There are plenty of movies that are like 93 minutes long. There are plenty of them. I would say there are too many that are longer than that, frankly. Um including the Snyder cut. But uh yeah, so uh feel free to support us on Patreon. Uh we'd love to have you. If you don't want to do that or you're not able to do that but you still want to help us out uh leaving a rating and a review for the show is very cool of you to do uh telling a friend if you think they'd be interested uh and just coming back and joining us as you have once again today so thank you very much for joining us for this episode of capes and japes i have been olivia and i have been briar and as always Gatekeep, gaslight, girl boss. Amen. <laughs> <laughs>